0: what is up everyone and welcome into adc sports dallas prime time i am your host mauricio rodriguez streaming with you live every sunday through thursday night at 8 p.m central here on dallas on demand sports talk network with a lot more content coming your way make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that though, we're gonna discuss a problem. I mean, and I call it a problem. We'll see why in a few moments, but it again, it is a great one to have that the Cowboys have on defense and that is Blank Israel Mukwamu. I think that we've learned a little about him in the sense that we have not seen him play a whole lot, but when we have seen him play, he's been impressive. And that's, you know, mounting back towards his rookie season in the preseason what we saw from him late in the year last year, what we saw from him in the preseason last year. The reports that Hyped him up a little bit during training camp, and I'm sure that we will get into similar conversations this same year when he suits up uh, along the other Cowboys in July 31st when they are over there on Oxnard doing their thing in training camp. But the problem is there's not an opening in the Cowboys secondary for Izimukwamu to step in and play. So tonight, that's what we're gonna talk about, and we're gonna. Take a look at precisely where it would make sense for him to play. And just overall a look at the loaded defensive back room for the Cowboys. So to get started, let me know in the chat. Do you think Isimu Kwamu will be a starter, backup, or package specialist? And that would mean him entering in certain situations that maybe we are gonna be able to explore tonight uh it's a tough one for sure but do you think he starts do you think he ends up being a backup or do you think he ends up being a special player in a special package and i'm not talking about special teams we know that he will play on special teams i think that much is clear but anyways let's see what you guys have to say though in the chat let me say hi we've got gregory we've got six to midnight we've got toxic tom toxic tom with a new picture by the way he no longer has a picture of me he has ezekiel elliott blocking if you if you can call it that a a 49er defender and i'm not piling on sick because of that i think that's not on him uh we've got six to midnight as well we've got isaiah bell on facebook Double R, thank you for being here. We've got Joey Bella as well, Katharina over on Facebook. Gregory asking me to turn up the volume. Do you guys listen to me very low? Is the volume too low where you guys listen to me? I'm gonna maybe just increase it a little bit. You let me know if it sounds right. I'm exploring, I'm exploring um, the audio settings because I set them up the same way that I did in my old computer, and it doesn't sound the same. Like the same setup on the mixer, same setup on the app that I use, and everything, for some reason though, I cannot get it the same. I just pushed it up a little bit. Let's see if that works. I'm gonna see if, uh, Gilbert says that that sounds better, so apparently we hit the right spot. Thank you for that note, thank you for that note. I will keep it in mind. So audio has been, I've been exploring with audio over the last couple of days, sorry about that. Hopefully by Sunday, I have it figured out uh, because yeah, figuring out this new computer. It does run Howard's Legacy, which is a good thing for me. Anyways, uh, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what you guys have to say about Izzy Mukwamu. Will he be starting? Will he be a package player or a backup? Katharina says uh, a backup. Joey Bella goes with depth, essentially a backup. Gregory says backup. big Sarge, package specialist. Nicholas says rotational piece of safety and nickel cornerback. Lance is definitely a package specialist. Package player for six to midnight. Toxic says the correct answer to your easy question is yes. And that's more or less how I feel right now. And I hate to do that. I hate to put out a question and then kind of like give you guys a non-answer. But hey, I don't know exactly what to make of this situation. And let's get into the big time question, right? Where can easy Mukwamu play? Because we know that he's a versatile guy. And, you know, before we even get into this, actually, let me let me circle back a little bit here right now. Let's get into why you want to play Izzy Mukwama. That guy is, and you know, Swiss Army is a term that gets thrown around a lot when you're talking about NFL football and college football. But man, easy is exactly that. The Cowboys played him a little bit at free safety last year. They played him a little bit at wide cornerback, very little. But when they asked him to start in the playoffs as the nickel cornerback, man, did he deliver. Both playoff games, he played significant snaps, especially in the wildcard game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He had 35 coverage snaps in that game, just coverage, 35 of them. He was targeted eight times. He allowed four completions, only 50%, and an NFL passer rating of just 69 now there's one particular play that you might remember that sticks out of that game and that is when he is lined up in the slot versus chris godwin and that that's a grown-up wide receiver in the nfl like chris godwin is is no easy matchup for a player with as little experience as easy Mukwamu. now godwin is gonna do his thing he's gonna run a's land and he might Might have bitten Mukwamu there with his release. But Mukwamu is just right there. Whether you want to call it speed, whether you want to call it length, size, height. Mukwamu is right there to just not only knock the ball down, but he actually kind of like gets both hands in there trying to get that interception. That interception. And it's a pass breakup that is almost what you want to... Teach young players, young defensive backs. And no, you cannot draw conclusions from one playoff snap. But altogether, when you are seeing that he's impressing in training camp, that he's impressing in the preseason, that he is being given the benefit and the privilege of starting in a playoff game by Dan Quinn you realize that the Cowboys might have something special here. And we've been excited about him since his rookie preseason in 2021. This is going to be his third year in the NFL. And in that particular snap versus Chris Godwin, he's showing his biggest strength, which is the arm length, the height, and just the ability to make a play there from the slot. So now the question is, okay, he's shown us enough where... We know that the Cowboys should want to play him, should want to get him on the field and having him take that next step. The problem is where exactly? Because, yes, he has played safety. He has played nickel cornerback. But, man, the secondary is loaded. Mukwamu is not starting on the outside. He's not getting that, uh, you know, benefit. Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs, as long as they are healthy, they're going to play. And you're not going to see a lot of rotation there. And even if one of them goes down, I don't think that Izzy is a guy that would step in that position. Although I would love to see some of that. Kind of like figure out if it could happen. No. Mukwamu would play at one of the safety positions. Because he has had, for example, last year he did have 72 snaps in in the box. And 72 snaps in the slot, counting the playoffs this is. So it's actually the same amount of numbers. He does have some playing time at free safety. So I think that when you're talking about Mukwamu, the likeliest ways to get onto the playing field is at safety and at nickel cornerback. The problem is the Cowboys already have safeties and actually they have three of them. Most teams have two, the Cowboys have three. Malik Cooker, who is your starting free safety, and he specializes in being that center fielder for Dan Quinn's unit. Donovan Wilson, who is more of a box safety, but I say that with a grain of salt, especially as the Cowboys are about to start playing, in my opinion, way too more too high coverages. Way more uh, too high coverages. And Wilson does a little bit of everything. So I just don't want to put him in that box And say he's a strong safety. I think it's a little bit of everything. But Malik Hooker is definitely your primary center fielder that you want up high. And then there's Jaron Kiers. I don't have to tell you about Jaron Kiers. You already know that he's a hybrid guy. He plays safety. But he's also kind of a linebacker at some points. And he's also kind of like a big nickelback at some points. By the way, nickelback is a good band. (laughs) To me. <laughs> I had to say it. Had to sneak that in there. So I'm not sure where Mukwamu plays. Because listen. Here's how I look at things. I know. I know that we want those rotations. And I know we want those packages. And I'm pretty sure that the Cowboys will try to figure out that way. Of implement him. Of implementing him on the defense. But I also know that. Every time that you do that, every snap that you do that, you're having Daron Bland being taken off the field. And I don't need to remind you that Darren Bland was statistically one of the best nickel cornerbacks in the entire NFL, statistically. Top 10. Or you're taking away Jaron Kears, who is an absolute beast. Or you're taking away Hooker or Donovan Wilson. I will, I will uh, deal with the backlash of my nickelback cornerback in a moment. <laughs> I will do that in a moment. Um, so it really would become a situation in which it's a trade-off, and the Cowboys are gonna have to figure out where they want to make that trade-off or to deal with that trade-off. And one of the things that I was thinking is, okay, so you want to play Israel Mukwamil for some situations and some packages. I think most likely it is going to happen at nickel cornerback. And again, this is assuming everyone stays healthy, which is part of my point later on the show. But assuming everyone stays healthy, I think that the most likely place where we would see Mukwamu in certain situations would be at nickel in the slot. And I'm guessing that it would be in certain situations in which the Cowboys are facing a big slot wide receiver. And I think that the most likely guy that he could be replacing would be De'Ron Bland. And this is where I ask you if the Cowboys face a big wideout. out who would you rather have on the field? Would you rather have Mukwamu or would you rather have DeRon Bland? And I will show you some numbers in just a few moments. But before we get into the numbers and before I respond to the Nickelback backlash in the comments, let me talk to you about our friends over at freemanmazda.net. Because as always, it is time for us to dive into the Freeman Mazda stat of the, not stat of the week, excuse me, ride of the week. And as always, remember, this is a family owned business, has been so for over 65 years, and you can check out their wide range of new and used vehicles at their car dealership in Irving, Texas, or at their website at FreemanMazda.net. You can see their pictures of every car, you can see the features that each vehicle has. And as we do around this time, it is time for us to dive into the ride of the week the 2023 Mazda CX50 2.5S Select All Wheel Drive, which starts at $31,070. It's got a blind spot monitor, rain sensing wipers, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, and a fuel economy of 24 miles per gallon in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are on the highway. So make sure you check out the Freeman Mazda Ride of the Week at FreemanMazda.net. Let's see what you guys have to say. Because I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Land says, I'm excited with both. But I would say Bland. Toxic says, Mo, whoever is on the field, it's never an excuse to listen to Nickelback. Mark Aaron says, Freeman Mazda is a Nickelback free zone. For the sake of them, I will say that's true. What's the number one Mazda? Says, House Nelson? Well, this week, this week, you already know, it is a new 2023 Mazda CX-52.5S. But it's all about preferences, House Nelson. And you can check it out on their websites to decide for yourself which is the number one. For you, it's pretty easy to do it on their website. Let's see here. I think that, you know, most of the answers will go towards Bland because he is a starter. Gregory says Bland as much as we can. And I tend to agree. Like, I will say Deron Bland because overall, I like him better as a nickel cornerback. This is part of me using a new computer, by the way. I'm sorry about that. This is part of me using a new computer Uh, (laughs) because I had my hotkey to switch towards my shared screen. But now that hotkey is not that key. (laughs) And now I got to improvise here. Sorry about that. I'll share the screen in a moment. My logic was what does Mukwamu has that Blant doesn't have? And that has to be the ideal height, and the ideal length. Now, I say that again with a grain of salt because Bland has height and he has length. It's just that easy is otherworldly, right? And look at the numbers here really quickly. Easy uh, is 6'4", and that would put him at the 99th percentile among NFL defensive backs. In other words, yes, he is taller than 99% of the cornerbacks in the league. And his length is in the 98th percentile at, with 34-inch uh, arms. That's the same length that you would consider ideal with offensive tackles. So it's like, it's crazy stuff from Mukwamu. And if there's one thing that you could say, okay, give him Mukwamu over Bland in a certain situation, is in the fact that the size is there. But even with that, even with that, you would likely want De'Ron Bland. Because you don't need him to be longer. You don't need him to be taller. You need him to be the better cornerback. And based on what we've seen, I would still give Bland that benefit. So I do think that Mukwamu is this chess piece that will give the Cowboys a lot of potential interesting matchups. But I do, I am skeptical about him playing significant, a significant amount of time unless somebody is injured. If somebody is injured, Mukwamu might, might be the next man up at cornerback and at safety. And maybe the chess pieces move around very drastically. Like, say that Trevon Diggs goes down, you push Bland outside. In goes Mukwamu, maybe even over Jordan Lewis, maybe even over Kelvin Joseph. We'll find out when the moment comes. But it's certainly not going to be easy to get him on the field. It's not easy. It's not going to be easy to get easy on the field. Sorry about that. I just had to do it. And, and I think that's kind of like a great problem to have. But also, I don't know. I want to I wanna see easy... Play some football, and I'm sure you guys want him as well. I'm sure you want to as well. Uh, it's not going to be easy though to to get to that point unless there is an injury. And hey, who knows? Like even if even if an outside cornerback goes down, if the Cowboys decide to not kick De'Ron Bland outside, then it might even become even more difficult. Because then you would require, and I hate to say this, a safety injury or a nickel cornerback injury. I think we'll have to wait. I think that well, we're going to have to be patient with Mukwamu. But I also think it's a situation in which, in an ideal world, Mukwamu would get the playing time. Because, you know, Jordan Lewis is in a contract year. And we've talked about his seat getting a little bit warmer health-wise, and, you know, he's now competing against Bland and Kelvin Joseph instead of being the starter, so Jordan Lewis's heat might be a little bit warmer, he's in a contract year, this is going to be Kelvin Joseph's third year in the NFL, and it's not going great, I mean, he's already been changed from one position to another, I agree with Daryl, Daryl says, Easy will be the first off the bench if there is an injury anywhere. And I would tend to agree with that. Yes. I would like to see a scenario in which he gets to play with everyone healthy, though. E- uh, Tawny Snow says, Easy being cornerback four makes sense. Lewis has a terrible injury and there is no telling on his return. And that's a big factor here. Like, we don't know much about Jordan Lewis right now. We know that he will start training camp on PUP, which is not ideal. Uh, we know that it was a foot injury. We know that it's gonna be tough for him to climb up the depth chart as easily as we would have thought. Because I, I would have thought he was nickel cornerback number two at best. But now with the with the health stuff, I, I wonder where he stands in the eyes of the coaches, especially with him not exactly fitting the mold of a Dan Quinn cornerback. He was the exception. Because he plays well. He's a good cornerback. I would like to see Jordan Lewis on the roster, but I'm I'm I wonder about where he stands in the depth chart. Toxic Tom says, Mo, I view easy as cornerback for right now. And I think from what I'm seeing, we're all in agreement there. Lewis is in one hundred percent, Scott is a rookie, and Kelvin Joseph is more worthless than an ashtra than an ashtray on a motorcycle. Man, that's that's savage. That's Savage from Toxic Tom Savage work. But yeah, I think not only is he cornerback four, but he might also be safety number four as well, counting Hooker, Wilson, and, and Kears. I was also going to say regarding Jaren Kears, like say that you want a bigger package and you want a bigger cornerback in there, bigger than Bland. Uh, we've seen the Cowboys get Jaron Kears in that nickel spot. We've seen them do that consistently. And one thing that Mukwamu does not have over Jaron Kears is the armlet. I think that we've been, since since he arrived here as a free agent and not as a draft prospect where you talk about this type of stuff, I think we've been way too casual about the fact that Jaron Kears has 34-inch arms as well, just like Mukwamu. I think Mukwamu's are a little bit longer. Because I think they're 34 inch, inches and one-eighth, while Kearse's are 34 inches. But it's still crazy length from Jaron Kearse. Plus, he comes in a bigger, like, his build is bigger because he's more of a safety than... Um, I mean, is also a safety, but, you know, he's a little bit bigger, I think, I would bet, at least. from It looks that way, at least. Uh, but, yeah, fun defensive back group, man on defensive back group. Uh, Very excited to see what they do in 2023. And let me read some of your comments and some of your uh, questions here. Because Bob says, does Jay Lewis get cut injured during training camp? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a good question. I've I've gone back and forth with this Jordan Lewis thing. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think that unless it's a bad, bad injury, I think that Lewis has a very legit shot of making the 53-man roster. He was on my way to early projection on the one that I'm going to put together for next week for you guys, post-OTAs and post-minicamp. I'm leaning towards having him on the roster. I have not fully decided yet. I need to sit down and really kind of like look at the whole picture together. Uh, The thing about Lewis is he started for two years for this Cowboys defense, man. And and he he can play. He's not going to be known as one of the best on the team. He's not going to be known as one of the best nickel cornerbacks in the NFL. But Lewis can play. Lewis can really play. So I think it's, it's a tough player to cut. You have to be very, very pessimistic maybe about his injury, in my opinion, to let him go. Uh, Kelvin Joseph still needs to show you something. Mukwamu is an interesting player, but he has not done it for, for a long time like Lewis has. So I'm going to lean no. I'm going to lean no, uh, but the injury is the one thing that really makes me think about it. That's why I included him as one of my losers of minicamp earlier this week. And I posted an article on ADC Sports about a players whose uh, stocks were down, something that I want to do for the show as well and Jordan Lewis was in there. They, they were basically my losers from minicamp. But I, hey, I'm with Toxic here, and, and I from from the conversations that we had tonight, I feel like we were all on the same page about this. We all like Izzy a lot. We all like Israel Mukwamu a lot, and we want to see him on the field. I think it's a great problem to have that you don't know how to get him there in the first place. All of this being said, let me tell you all that you, I, you guys are wrong. Let me read some comments. Let me read to you some comments from wrong people, okay? I'm going to start here real, really quickly uh, as soon as I find where this happened. Toxic Tom says, I have never been more disappointed in Mo. That's a wrong person right there about uh, Nickelback. <laughs> Toxic, Tom, Toxic Tom also says, Look at this photograph. (laughs) Why does people... Hey, I'm going to tell you why people don't like Nickelback. Who else? Somebody else. (laughs) Mark Aaron says, great. Now I have that effing song. And Toxic Tom says, Moe is listening to Nickelback while eating boneless wings. (laughs) Six to Midnight says, Moe never made it as a wise man. Couldn't count it. As a, I couldn't cut it as a poor man's ceiling. Hey, listen. You guys hate Nickelback because 9Gag told you to. 9Gag was something. <laughs> that, that's my that's my goodbye. That's, that's my goodbye for tonight's show. Nickelback is a good band. Not their latest stuff. I'll give you that. I, I have not been able to get into their latest few albums. <laughs> so basically. But when I was. Oh, man. You guys are going to hate me. Man, I, I'm not. I don't even. I don't even have the strength to say this. <laughs> that was one of my favorite bands when I was growing up. When I was, oh man, now you're gonna, you're gonna make fun of the growing up thing too. <laughs> you guys are fun. I love you. But yeah, when I was a kid, when I was like ten years old, I stumbled upon Nickelback and I didn't look back. It was one of my favorite bands. It was maybe before 10 years uh it was one of the first cds that i bought like i i want it i'm i'm gonna go get that cd and i got it and it was the dark horse album. of them don't blame me don't blame me i i really liked it but i'll give you that i i have not liked their last few albums <laughs> that's that's kind of like a a sidetrack here for the show I knew this wasn't what's coming. Double R says Mo when you grow up. When was that? <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen. No, that's the wrong one. There you go. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I'm gonna go listen to some nickelback. <laughs> some old school nickelback. And as always, uh, thank you for joining me. Do me a favor and hit the like button. Don't worry, you will not be supporting nickelback if you do. You will be supporting me. If you do, because every thumbs up puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. I will see you on Sunday night. I hope that you guys enjoy your weekend. I'm going to be back here on Sunday, 8 p.m. Central, for some June Cowboys conversations. We're in the thick of the offseason, but we won't go away. Do me a favor and also check out the Freeman Mazda ride of the week over at FreemanMazda.net. Thanks so much. And I will see you el domingo. Muchísimas gracias. Bye-bye.